This is Saturday Morning Mysteries. And we're your hosts, Alexis and Grace. Welcome back to another episode of Saturday Morning Mysteries, where we're your hosts. I'm Grace. I'm Alexis. And we are back. It is officially October, and we are fully in the swing of Halloween and spooky season, which means we are doing our Halloween arc, aka we can choose any show that's an animated childhood classic cartoon and recap it as long as we believe it has anything to do with Halloween. That definition's broad. Mm -hmm. And here we are. And so, uh, yeah, as a reminder, uh, this week and next week, Alexis will be doing episodes, Mm -hmm. and then I'll be doing a two-parter to finish up the month. And uh, that's all we got. I We have, like, a little tracker where we, like, track what episodes each one of us are doing, and I think for the Halloween arc, I wrote mine down so fast that I have not gone back to look to see what you wrote down. So I truly have no idea even what show you're doing today. So I'm really excited. So it's total surprise. I feel very in the dark. I'm like, what is this? What are we, what are we doing? Like, we don't know the episodes usually, but I know what show we're usually doing because we're doing the same show usually. So yeah. And that's, that's why I like our uh, little Halloween, or I should say our holiday in general arts, because yeah. we do it for Thanksgiving and like Christmas slash winter or two, because yep. it's like anything goes. Like yeah. it could be a show we've covered in the past. It could be a show we've never talked about. Yeah. So yeah, in said. this case, uh, I will say it's a show we've done before. Okay. It's definitely one of our favorite shows. <gasps> it was one of the ones that really got us kicked off with our podcast. Okay. And like you said you feel like you're in the dark it's because we are going back to the dark damp I shouldn't say damp I guess arid more so in dry town of nowhere Kansas we're talking about purge courage 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 yes every day of purge's life is Halloween yeah literally and that (laughs) is a perfect way to segue into two ways one what you just said there and two what you said earlier with like we can kind of play it fast and loose with what is and is not Halloween themed (laughs) during this arc because um, yeah, this episode is not specifically about anything related to Halloween, but one, it's Courage the Cowardly Dog. So every episode is literally creepy and spooky and weird. And two, the episode I'm talking about actually aired and like premiered on October 31st, 2000. Oh, exactly. So even though it's not Halloween themed, naturally again it's spooky it's creepy it's yeah. scary and weird it's Count courage and halloween. it literally came out on halloween so that i is, think that falls within our definition yes. pretty clearly the literal of, halloween episode yes of what <laughs> is a halloween episode Ooh, cool so uh a quick recap of courage the cowardly dog for folks who are either new to our podcast or have never heard of courage the cowardly dog for whatever unfortunate reason it's It's like our 60 something year old parents (laughs) (laughs) they would have heard us watching it though true true because i assume that they have listened and subscribed and everything (laughs) to every single episode mom dad aunts uncles out there listening everyone yes but just in case if for whatever reason you're unfamiliar with courage the cowardly dog it is a show a cartoon came out cartoon network uh early 2000s like 2000 uh, maybe 2005 or so something like that it tells the story of a dog who was uh found by Two farmer, whatever, older people living in this literally town of nowhere, like (laughs) nothing around them in the middle of Kansas, uh, Muriel and Eustace Bag. They adopted this dog or rescued this dog, called him Courage. He is actually not that cowardly as his name would suggest. He's always saving the family, particularly Muriel, from a series of, we'll say, the... Uh, effects of what is like halfway (laughs) either a super fun site and like ancient burial grounds because there are always these like mutated horrible monster animals attacking their farm and ghosts and just weird spiritual things going on in this town of nowhere on the bag family farm and so yes uh it really is just a story about courage constantly saving the day and making sure that his owners but particularly muriel because eustace is an asshole uh, (laughs) from the danger of this middle of nowhere town Mm -hmm. so 
This episode, like many of the others, particularly if you watched our previous arc, it begins on a normal evening in this arid twilight night at the Bag family farm. But really, is there ever really a normal evening oh. on their farm? So we see Courage outside playing with some toys and whatnot in the in the dirt. And then we also see, meanwhile, a delivery driver dropping off a package of what happens to be curtains from a nearby store okay. to Muriel. And Muriel is super excited to get this package. She's like, oh my God, my curtains are finally here. And she runs <clears throat> to immediately show these new curtains to Eustace, who is, as per usual, in the kitchen, angrily eating whatever like slop or whatever he do <laughs> he can eat. Yes. It looks like porridge, honestly, because oh. he like has no teeth pretty much. <laughs> yeah. he, he can't chew. <laughs> can't eat. Yeah. So Eustace is not at all excited to see these curtains that Muriel is obviously very excited about. And he pretty much just like expresses his annoyance at Muriel for interrupting his his meal like get out of here I'm trying to eat or whatever something like that he really is and the jerkiness gets even more so I will say he is straight up the villain in this episode so oh, just no. keep a okay. pen in that yeah like okay. he is the bad guy damn it so at, which in our arc that was our overarching theory but in this case like yep. it is him so, <laughs> the most like, hi example. it's him he's the villain <laughs> here <laughs> but this uh annoyance that eustace has it doesn't ruin muriel's spirits she's used to the abuse <laughs> exactly <laughs> She's still just excitedly looking at these curtains and showing him. And as she's kind of like going through the box that they came in, she notices that there's also a complimentary packet of seeds that came with the new drapes. So she pulls them out and she's showing him like, look, we can plant these. It'll be so nice. But Eustace just scoffs at her and kind of rightly so saying like, nothing has grown on this land in 50 years. And so- Do you think I would be like, this grumpy if we were successful farmers? Exactly. Exactly. Honestly, that literally that's probably why <laughs> the reason why he is as terrible as he is. Yeah. Uh he, they would definitely be eating more than porridge if it uh yeah. if their land would actually grow something. But he's curious a little bit. So he rips open the packet, takes a look at the seeds that are in there, and he's like, Well, what kind of dumb seeds are these anyway? And again, while I detest Eustace. I must agree with him yet again, just a little (laughs) bit, that these seeds do look very strange and a bit foreign and or like uncommon because they are like on, you know, little, little beads, almost like little bean looking things that are pink on one thing, like very vibrant pink on one side. I mean, Mm -hmm. very purple on the other side. And they have this tiny green tip at the top of them. Yes. So. Seems sketchy, but realizing that the seeds are unlikely to yield anything of value for the bag family, Eustace then just kind of like chucks them out of the open window in the kitchen. Mm. And Muriel, she's she's honestly too into the new curtains. Like the seeds were <laughs> cool, but like, again, she's really excited the about curtains. curtains. So she doesn't really care or even see that Eustace just kind of throws these seeds outside. Got it. The seeds though. They land right on Courage's head, who, as I oh. said before, he's outside. He's he's so he's so adorable. He's out there with like these little toy trucks and stuff, just like digging in the gr- digging in the dirt, like making like the truck noises. And he's like making sand castles oh and everything, God. just playing in the dirt. So best cute, boy. like right underneath the kitchen window. He literally the best boy. And so Courage, he takes these seeds that just landed on his head and he like sniffs them. And again, like the good boy he is, he he smells life in them. He knows like, oh, no, 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 we can get something good out of this. Got, so he goes, exactly. And he, he goes deeper down into the farm, the, farm, the, the dry <laughs> land, whatever you want to call it. And he goes to plant them out in the field or the dirt and, <laughs> you know, sees what happens. And so coincidentally, though, Right as Courage finishes covering the seeds back up with soil and dirt, whatever, we see a rain cloud 
just like flow right over top of him. Is it like a single cloud? A single cloud. (laughs) And it unleashes a downpour right over him and where he's planted these seeds. And it waters the seeds. And almost instantly, a deep purple tree begins to sprout from the dirt. Some 20 or more feet just like immediately starts rising up. And purple leaves, these very lush purple leaves immediately grow and cover all of the branches on the trees. And these pink rose-like flowers start to bloom at the top of the tree as the sunset kind of hits right on the top of the tree line. And so Muriel, she runs out because she hears like, what the fuck is this? Is something growing in here? And she runs out and she's just like marveling at this tree's beautiful or beauty. Like, oh my God, Courage, you did such a good job. What a good boy. And Courage is just smiling all proud. Like, thank you. Yeah, it's beautiful. But Eustace, on the other hand, there can be no joy on his farm. So he, (laughs) he stays inside. He's like looking out the window and he jealously is just like, well, I can't grow anything on this farm. It's been 50 years and yet courage. He can grow a tree in an instant. And how dare he essentially is like the vibe he's giving off. On a toxic waste site, you can only grow toxic waste seeds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You got to match them. Exactly. You need radioactive seeds for your radioactive (laughs) dump. Radioactive soil slash dirt. Yes. It's a farming 101. Exactly. Come on, Jesus. What did your parents ever teach you? (laughs) Nothing. Clearly nothing. And so Muriel, she's amazed by this tree. And uh, she's so amazed and distracted by it that the pie that she happens to also be baking in the oven burns. Mm -hmm. She can like smell the smoke coming out of the window in the kitchen. And so she runs back in. She's like, oh, my God, I got to get it out of the oven. But it is a smoky mess inside of the house. So her and Courage, they're back in there, like fanning the room down and everything and trying to clear, opening the doors and like Mm. airing it out. And she pulls the pie out and it's ruined. And then she complains to Eustace that she wishes she had a new oven because this one is just so messed up. She's like, it's not because I just got distracted and ran outside. Well, I clearly had something in the oven. While something was about to come out of the oven. (laughs) The oven is the problem. Oven should have turned off. Yes, (laughs) but just as she says this you know wishing for a new oven courage hears here's a very loud thud outside of the house and he looks out the door kind of peeks out and he sees that a brand new oven has apparently fallen, fallen. from the Ooh, tree we got like a wishing tree a wishing tree it is a magic tree okay and so and like you can tell it's clear that it came from the tree it's not like someone just dropped it off there because it's got the you see leaves falling around it and it is right wow, under the branches okay. of this tree and so curious curious oh my god courage <laughs> gets eustace and muriel's i just like merged all three of their names, all their names. Curious. into curious yeah <laughs> courage gets eustace and muriel's attention and like points out to the oven like oh my god look go get it go get it and so Eustace brings in the oven, like literally nearly breaking his back, which I was like, hey, good. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. when they realize it's a wish tree, is Muriel like, I wish Eustace was gone. <laughs> he just like snaps out of existence. Put, put a pin in that. I, I, I won't say that that exact wish comes up, but a vibe happens. Some abuse goes on here okay. later. Okay. Of course, as per usual, Eustace yep. is the worst. Yep. So Eustace, he actually, you know, Muriel tells him, go, but go bring it in, Eustace. And I was immediately thinking, like, he's not going to do that shit, Muriel. Like, why even ask? But he does. He goes out. Because it's food for him. Exactly. He knows. Like, I can't eat if this oven is fucked up. So let me go get this new one. He does nearly break his back, which is great. But (laughs) he plops that bad boy down into the kitchen. And Muriel thanks Courage for the new oven and the lovely tree. Like, no one at all is freaked out, though, about the I mean, fact that a brand new oven just fell from a tree. This is like right after she said she wanted a new a one. spooky thing happening. But it's the first like beneficial spooky thing that's happened mm-hmm. thus far in their lives. Yeah. Like usually it's horror and pain and terror. Yes, exactly. And this one's just like maybe some terror, but like 
it's weird it's weird but exactly no one's getting hurt besides Eustace almost breaking his back but Which, again, like that's fine fine I'm okay with that yeah, yeah. like I you said gotta break some eggs to make an omelet <laughs> yeah. you gotta break back. Eustace's back to get a new <laughs> oven and like I said Eustace is the true villain of this episode yeah. so just keep that in mind okay so as uh, you know Muriel's going on thanking courage for the oven and the tree Eustace is obviously upset because he feels like he's being upstaged by the the good doggy that courage oh is God. and the 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 giving tree if if you may if you will magic copyright <laughs> trademark yes. sorry <laughs> don't come at me I forget who is that by I whatever I, I want to say it is she also ever seen but I could be whatever wrong. if we get it wrong anyway it's not copyright exactly. great <laughs> sure yeah that I works. think that's that's in the law somewhere I think <laughs> So later that evening, or like maybe the next day, I don't know, we see Courage out again playing in the dirt with his little toy trucks and everything. But sadly, the toy breaks under the weight of the dirt. And Courage, then we see he does he does like his little thought bubble mm-hmm. thing, and he imagines, literally just imagines having a real tractor or like backhoe oh, type thing to play with. Uh-huh. And immediately we hear this massive thud and like this strong (laughs) rumbling coming from the tree. And Courage is like startled and he turns around and looks over at the tree. And you guessed it, a real backhoe has just fallen for this dog on the tree for the dog, ready for Courage to play with. The keys are in it. Keys are in it. It's fueled up, ready to go. (laughs) And Courage wastes no time. Like, he and Muriel literally hop right on into this thing, and they just start moving dirt all over the property. (laughs) Like, they're, like, laughing and having so much fun. And Eustace, he, like, pops his head out of the window and tells him to quiet down out there so that he can take his nap. But... This out, obviously, Muriel, who is used to the abuse by Eustace, but still doesn't really like it, obviously. She's like, oh, my God, hurry, courage. We got to turn it off. How do we turn this thing off? Like, Eustace is going to get so mad. He, he's going to hit me. No. <laughs> is it funny? This is like a real, like, this is like a legitimate reaction. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because it's like, booked exactly, for children's show. Exactly. Again, we laugh to cope. That's how we the coping mechanism. But like also, that's literally, that's literally the vibe that Muriel's getting. Oh my God. You're like, oh shit, turn it off, turn it off. He's so mad. He's angry. It's very sad. Also, like, again, we've said it once, we've said it a million times. Like, the real monsters are always other humans. And Mm -hmm. yes, Eustace is the monster. He is that human in this case. So, unfortunately, though, rather than just turning the tractor off when Eustace yells at them, they accidentally unleash all of the dirt that is in like the the backhoe part yeah. right onto his head as he's like <laughs> popped out of the window. Like I wrote a note there, like he got him. <laughs> oh like, no! The, oh no! Sorry. Maybe they've concussed him, so now he won't be able to hit her. Yeah. After. <laughs> now he's asleep though. Yes, sleep that concussion exactly. off. Enjoy your nap, good sir. <laughs> Horrible sir. Nap. Yes, it was. That was an accident. <laughs> I turned the key the wrong way. Yeah. Oops, I pressed the wrong button. They like have the uh, like the uh, instruction manual in, in their hand. We're like, oh, wrong button. There's no button to turn it off. It's a key. There's a yeah. button to dump it though. Those are two separate things right. entirely. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's no way one could mix those two yeah. things up almost no way at all. Yep. So yes, we know what Muriel and Courage are really <laughs> up to. But anyway, so... Loving this tree and all of the wonderful gifts it's giving them, Muriel decides, and also because she's like, I got to avoid uses at all costs <laughs> now, she decides to bring her rocking chair outside and she sets it underneath the tree so that she and Courage can just enjoy the moonlight Aww. and some quiet time on this calm night at the farm. And Eustace comes out. It's like pretty much night by now, like totally dark out. Eustace comes out to tell them that he's leaving he's going to go to the movies since he's apparently not wanted around the farm anymore which true True. very true you you never were wanted Muriel just needed a roof over her head anyway drama yeah he's like competing but also like 
insecurity of it. Like, yeah, <laughs> imagine competing with a tree. And a dog. And a dog. But the dog, <laughs> I understand. A dog can definitely steal someone from someone yeah, else. Yeah, that's but true. But a tree? True. Yeah, his masculinity is pretty fragile. <laughs> it's pretty fragile. So, uh, seeing, though, that Eustace does not want to invite Muriel and Courage to go with him to the movies, Muriel then wishes that her and Courage also see a movie. Mm-hmm. And again... The tree delivers because we see a projector kind of like pop out of these branches and onto the side of the farmhouse, a black and white film starts playing. And by the way, this is a real life film. It's a real life film because you know how they like kind of merge like live action stuff with the animation in the show, which there's more of that later that I will get to. But this is really like the first kind of scary part of Oh. The episode where like it's clearly like a thriller horror movie because and it's very questionable because we just see this dude like slowly approaching this group of old women like holding what appears to be a rope stretched out like oh he's about God. to choke and strangle them and the women are just like cowering like instead of running they're just staring at him like what the fuck. They were like, we already showed what actual abuse victims have to deal with. We might as well throw this in there. It's even even funnier because Muriel and Courage are just watching like on the rocking chair like, oh, how nice. (laughs) Just like Muriel fucking loves horror movies, apparently. You know what? That's a jam. Checks out. It it does. This is honestly less scary than the normal stuff they deal with on a daily basis. Her life is a horror movie. Yeah. She's like, I need an escape. God, Let me see. Let me see something a little more mild. (laughs) Oh, yes. This random man about to strangle this woman. Perfect. At least it's not a humanoid gerbil who's about to kidnap me. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, put me in a habit trail. Yeah. She's like getting tucked in like, (gasps) how calming and nice. My favorite. (laughs) And so... Just as Eustace is starting up the car to head out to his movie, he looks up and sees this like movie projecting on the house. Mm. And he's like, what the fuck? Like he's <laughs> pissed and jealous. And then he just floors his truck, driving it directly at the tree. Oh again, my God. Which Muriel and Courage are sitting right yeah. under. This is attempted murder. Yes. <laughs> of course. Attempted murder. And so he's driving it it directly at the tree, thinking that that's the best way to get rid of this thing because, oh, no, no, no. How dare this tree make the wife that I have, who I happen to hate, and the dog that she also has that I hate happy. Exactly. That's my job. Yes. How dare you? (laughs) So Muriel, she hops out of her rocking chair at the last second, but she stands even more directly in front of the tree, which does force Eustace to stop. He's evil, but I guess he's not that evil. But he was like, like, who's going to use this new oven? Yeah. <laughs> I can't cook. <laughs> I can't cook. Yeah. Shit. Like, I don't sure mind hitting the tree when she's near it, but I can't like straight Hit up kill her. her. Yeah. Yeah. No one else is going to marry me. So like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. I need uh, this somehow. <laughs> yes. So Muriel tells him, like, don't you dare harm this tree. You're being crazy right now. This tree is like, this family needs this tree. It's providing for us. Are you out of your mind, Eustace? And Eustace then, like, kind of sadly, but again, we hate him, so it doesn't (laughs) matter. But after Muriel says, like, this tree is providing for us, Eustace is like, but that's my job. Well, you're not not a shit doing it. Exactly. Going to sound a good job then. Exactly. Do it. Figure out how to fucking farm on this land then. Do something. Go get a job at the movie theater you were going to go to. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure you'll make at least a couple of dollars an hour, sir. Yeah. Before you get fired for bad customer service. (laughs) (laughs) where you fuck up the whole place (laughs) which then i do have a note here after he says like but that's my job pretty much like building off of what you just said there like buddy you can't have it both ways you can't ignore and berate and abuse and refuse to help your family and then get jealous when they come across something or someone who actually is taking care of them and providing for them like 
Why don't you wish for something that then will make your life happier, you know? Right. And easier and like, exactly. You this is good for everyone. This is good for everyone, right? Which, this magic radioactive tree in your backyard. <laughs> You're on radioactive land. You might as well lead into it. Which yeah. also actually you saying that though, does then make me think of like, oh yeah, maybe that is why Eustace hates courage so much is because courage makes me real happy and like they provide each other like a mutual love and he's like yeah but i'm supposed to be the thing you love like that and she's like yeah well then don't fucking treat don't abuse me then bro yeah right stop hitting me (laughs) (laughs) that is like oh yeah maybe that is why he hates courage so much so very astute observation thank you thank you and again a a comment on his very fragile or lack of masculinity and his insecurities yep so that night, while Muriel and Courage are tucked into bed, Eustace, he sneaks out and he's like cursing at this tree, calling it stupid and saying like, I don't you want Muriel hanging. You tell that tree, <laughs> good sir. And he like grabs Muriel's rocking chair and brings it inside because he's like, I don't want her sitting out here anymore. I want her inside with me. And at this point, kind of unpinning something you said earlier about wishing for something you know whatever. oh uh-huh <laughs> yeah, and me also saying that eustace should use the tree for yes. his benefit eustace mutters to himself that he wishes muriel had a bigger head so she knew what was good for oh her. no and you guess it dear audience and oh, grace no. when muriel wakes up the next day her head is fucking huge <laughs> like Three times the size of her body. Oh, oh no. As big as like a baby elephant. Oh my God. Bigger than a Fiat car, which are small cars, but not how big a head is supposed to be. <laughs> and she and she is very sick from this. She's like, definitely <laughs> very funny. She's like laying on their sofa, but her head is so big that like, like her off. body is on the sofa. But the- <laughs> The head it's like tilted like, off. Eustace's car is on, I mean, Eustace's chair. <laughs> and it's actually, it's really gross. It reminded me as a callback to my, um, the infected foot episode. Oh, no. Where it has these like green boils on it and like oh. little white hair sticking out from the boils. Oh, no. And she is clearly just like dying. <laughs> like dying she's like moaning and groaning in pain and not feeling well oh my god and Eustace our villain he looks at Muriel and he's like Muriel what did you do to yourself what <laughs> this son of a bitch <laughs> Jesus and she asks courage Muriel then asks courage to go get her a glass of water which Perhaps again a commentary on the state of healthcare in this country that she's like, oh, a, cu- a glass of water should oh, fix it. Me. I don't, I don't, I don't need to go to the emergency room. I'm good, thanks. I'm good. I'll just die here. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It'll be cheaper if I just die here rather than right. getting an ambulance to go Lord die at the hospital. Jesus isn't going to pay for that. No, no, I'm not going to leave him in debt. So. Eustace then, while Courage runs off to get uh, Muriel a glass of water, Eustace asks Muriel about breakfast. Oh my and God. Mur- <laughs> and Muriel's like, oh, no, thank you, Eustace. I couldn't eat a bite. That's not what he meant. <laughs> and Eustace oh. responds, I meant for me. This fucking guy. He's the fucking worst. It's a horror movie, ladies. Dude, it's a horror movie. <laughs> this This man is a monster (laughs) and so when muriel just kind of like moans and groans after he asks her to cook her breakfast to cook him breakfast eustace realizes oh shit this is serious and he does actually call in a doctor to help and so enter the local doctor who i don't think came up in our previous courage arc but he is actually a recurring character and i remember Mm. him being in several episodes because as you as one could imagine the doctor does need to come quite often in this ridiculous radioactive town of nowhere yes. because they're always being attacked and it's not just popular. dr Lequack. yeah i was gonna say wait is this Lequack? it's a real oh, doctor how hilarious is that 
a real doctor. Okay, okay, good. So, I mean, I'll briefly describe him because eh, if we ever cover courage again, maybe he'll come up. Yeah, but he appears to be like either an Indian or Pakistani man. He's got Mm. like a very thick accent when he talks and he has thick white eyebrows to the point where you can't even see his eyes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. You know, the thick white mustache and he's got gray hair sticking out from the sides of his head. Yeah. And has like those, the the head mirror, which is like a very retro doctor's tool on like his head, the circular (laughs) thing that's like strapped on his head. Yeah. But anyway, so he pulls out a stethoscope and he's looking, he uses that to examine Muriel. He's like putting it on her head. Like, I don't know, getting a pulse or something. He's like, I don't want the fuck to do about this. I know. And it's hilarious. The doctor is a very funny character. And again, as a commentary on the state of healthcare in America, he's like always like prescribing the weirdest stuff and like uh what's the word i'm looking for um diagnosing them with the just oh god random shit that's he, like, like is webmd right. he, he literally what he walked so that or he crawled so that webmd <laughs> could, could run yeah <laughs> <laughs> like someone watched courage the cowardly dog and they're like oh Done. we could create a website based on this doctor that does enter does webmd <laughs> <laughs> and so He's like putting the stethoscope on Muriel's head and he looks at courage in them and is like, mm, this appears to be the worst case of bully bully that I've ever seen. <laughs> what the fuck is bully bully? I don't know, but apparently courage knows because he like screams when he says that or he's like, oh no, no, bully bully. It sounds scary. So he screams. Yeah. He doesn't know. The doctor then starts to just operate right there in the living room. He like pulls out these oversized medical tools. Well, true, true. (laughs) He gotta, he gotta meet the moment here. And he's like low key, violently performing surgery on her head, like hammering shit and like cutting with scissors. Oh my God. Horror movie. But after literally horror movie both Eustace and the doctor they're in on it together they're the monsters turn into human centipede oh no stop you always bring up that movie (laughs) imagine him like connecting another human to her head you see this like misshapen human like growing out of small human help me (laughs) gross gross. so gross sorry for bringing it up (laughs) so after giving it his best shot in this violent surgery in the family room, he <laughs> tells Eustace and Courage that there's really nothing for them to worry about, but oh. also nothing he can do to help. And then he just leaves. Don't worry, you won't Again. get it. <laughs> yeah. Bye. It's not contagious, but she will die. See ya. Yeah. I'll send my bill. Of course. Most Again, Perhaps a commentary on the state of healthcare <laughs> in America. Yep. You tell me. I can't do anything, but you're still going to get charged. Bye. Exactly. See you. Bye. Um, and it's not contagious, so feel free to like hang out with her. Anyway, <laughs> so Eustace at this point blames courage and the rotten tree rather than, you know, Himself. looking inward and realizing that he indeed was the one that wished for her to have this yes. giant head. And he then kicks Courage out of the house so that he can order takeout for breakfast so that Eustace can go about his day and order takeout for breakfast. Horrible, as per usual. Yeah. So Courage, he then runs up to the tree and he asks it for help, I guess. And probably in one of the trippiest moments of this show ever. Oh, the high bar. It's a high bar, and I think it meets it, though. Okay. I mentioned before, the show likes to do, like, a little combo of oh, live-action recording and oh, animation. Uh-huh. Courage, after asking the tree for help, he looks up, and realistic eyes and a mouth appear on the tree. <laughs> do I hate that? Like, so the eyes are realistic, but they're bright green. Uh-huh. And then the mouth is like a real mouth Human that mouth. clearly they like put a camera right in someone's <laughs> face and recorded them like reading off the, the oh my god for I the tree. This. And then they rendered the real mouth onto the tree <laughs> trunk. 
And it's so off-putting. I hate it. I hate the thought of this. <laughs> but also so perfectly Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yes, true. And the tree has this, this very deep and, you know, kind of commanding, but also majestic voice to it. <laughs> like, courage. What I cannot give you what you seek. In one week's time, or no, sorry, in three days' time, oh. I will be cut down. <laughs> Like, oh my god yeah it's weird so like at first courage freaks out when he sees this face on the tree Correct. and it starts talking but then the tree is like courage you have nothing to fear Aww. and he's like i have the cure that you seek but it will take three days and in three days i will be cut down he's gonna sacrifice himself for muriel mm-hmm. and then this courage, is the giving tree obviously, it is the giving tree actually yeah probably directly based on that again copyright <laughs> Don't, don't tell us, tell, tell Cartoon Network, not us. The spooky tree. <laughs> and so this sends Courage into a panic because he's like, shit, no, we can't lose you. And also that kind of gives me a time crunch on getting Muriel back to normal. Yeah. So then in a very kind of like prophetic way, the tree then tells Courage, anything worth its value is worth fighting for. Which is like, oh my God. This tree is amazing. Uh, I think this tree horrifying, but amazing. It might be. I think this might be the god of the Courage Coward Dog universe. (laughs) Possibly. And so Courage, he's like a little confused by whatever wisdom the tree is trying to impart on him. But he then hears Eustace like cackling and evilly laughing in their barn nearby. Mm -hmm. So Courage like runs over and peeks his head into the barn. And he sees Eustace sharpening a massive axe and like practicing swinging it, saying like, oh man, I'm about to cut this thing down. So it's either the tree is saying like, I will sacrifice myself for you. Or he's saying like, no, I can also, I can, I see the future (laughs) in three days time. I will be cut down. Yeah. Like Eustace is going to do it. Exactly. And so this sends courage into even more of a panic. And he immediately then jumps into his backo that he still has. Thank you to the giving tree. And he literally starts digging a moat around this tree. And then he uses the reclaimed dirt to then build a castle around it. We saw making sand castles earlier. Exactly. All of it skills are coming back all they're they're coming back to to protect this tree Uh but he takes it even a step further and he actually fills the moat with water and then places mutant eels into the water (laughs) they're like in a packet it's almost like the um Oh, what are the things that people used to put like in their fish tanks? Like the little, I don't want to call them sea people, but what were they? You just like put oh. a packet of them. I'm blanking. It's like a super 90s and like yes. 80s thing that people used to either. do. I just, yeah, but whatever. It's literally like that. Like he just sprinkles that into <laughs> the moat. And then you see like these mutant eels like pop up and like oh are jumping around. It's actually kind of terrible or terrifying. Yeah. But like he is truly creating a defensive perimeter around. Oh, yeah. This magic tree. Go on, courage. You you do it. Do yep. the thing. Protect this tree at all costs. Yep. Eustace, then, I guess maybe a couple of days later, this is like two out of the three days until the, the tree has prophesied that it will be cut down. Eustace starts to face down the tree and he's like ready for battle. And it's like very brave heart esque, where he's wearing like a Scottish independence warrior's. Oh my God. Like, I I want to say his face is painted. I would assume it is. Yeah. He's got like this like um, tunic type thing on. Oh my God. A a bear hide is like over his head and like draped down his back. Sir. (laughs) And he's holding. Oddly enough, he's not holding the axe that he spent the last couple of days sharpening. He's holding this like makeshift, like wooden axe or like hatchet type thing. But you spent two days getting your outfit together and you had to order takeout for breakfast. You couldn't make some (laughs) eggs. You skinned a bear. You found a bear and then skinned it. You couldn't put some bacon on the stove. Nope. Nope. You couldn't wish the tree to like teach you how to cook nothing <laughs> nothing Mm-mm. no no okay Mm-mm. no cinnamon buns from the tree cool. yeah made? no exactly cool. no fine cool. just 
Braveheart it. And yeah, he probably spent the two days just like watching Braveheart and like mentally preparing for battle. Sewing. (laughs) Yeah. Nice, nice. Like skinning a bear. Yeah. Normal. (laughs) So Courage, he sees that Eustace is getting ready to attack. And so he puts into place his first defensive mechanism, which pretty much is just like throwing marbles on the ground while Eustace is running towards him. Which actually works because Eustace trips and slips on the marbles and like falls directly into the moat and ah. is then attacked by the mutineers. Drive all dead. So I'm like, okay, cool. First strike. It works. But Eustace, he's got a little bit more resolve. Again, when it comes to chopping down this tree that is providing happiness to his wife and his dog, he can, exactly, he has all the determination in the world. When it comes to learning how to fry some bacon and some eggs. Never heard of it. No, thanks. (laughs) Never heard of it. Can't do it. Sorry. (laughs) Haven't heard of it. Take out. Grubhub it. (laughs) Yeah. Which also, like, imagine how expensive the delivery fees would be to, right. like, deliver something to the middle yeah, of like, nowhere. Delivery? How is this stuff yeah. happening? Yep. Nope. Nope. Use this. He'll find a way. He'll find a way. Sure if will. it keeps him from cooking, he will find a way to yes, do it. If it correct. gets Muriel back into the kitchen, he will he find, will a, find way a way to do it. So he continues to try and infiltrate yeah, this defensive <laughs> perimeter that Courage has created. But each time he finds himself in one way or another falling into the moat and being attacked by the mutant eels, showing that like TVH courage is like a modern day Napoleon Bonaparte for <laughs> real. Like this dude is a war genius. He's got this whole thing planned. <laughs> he was fucking ready. He was ready. Maybe he wished the tree to like give him some like defensive knowledge or something. Yeah, like, they actually all the like, knowledge cut of away. military general. They started war strategy and war yeah. games. Yeah. They had like the map like pushing the little like tanks at along one, it. At one point you do actually see he's like sketched something into the dirt like on the ground That's in the it. boat and he's like moving like little marble pieces <laughs> around like okay here's see? how I'll do it. Here's strategy he's, genius. Yes. Genius. So night begins to fall. And at this point, it's been a long day of battle because many of the sandcastle walls protecting the tree have fallen and there's like holes in them. And you see Courage just like sitting inside, clearly tired and exhausted from this hard fought battle that has just been dragging on. And he's kind of like, he's at the, he's at his wits end. He's like, okay, I've used all of my tricks, all my war games, everything. (laughs) I only have so much left up my sleeve before Eustace actually infiltrates. So at this exact point though, Courage receives a phone call from the town doctor who excitedly tells Courage that he's found the cure. I guess he never really gave up. Yeah, for Bully Bully. (laughs) He never really gave up and decided to continue researching it. So Courage, he jumps into the truck, into Eustace's truck, speeds down. It's so cute. He's like driving. He's like whipping it around the streets and stuff. Like literally flooring it down (laughs) to the doctor's office hoping to get this cure before Eustace continues his attacks on the Mm. magic tree. And when Courage gets to the doctor's office, (laughs) again, commentary on the healthcare system, the doctor tells him, like, I've discovered a remedy to cure your broken leg. Oh, my God. He, like, hands him this vial of some, like, concoction. And Courage is just, like, confused. Like, looks at the concoction. Looks at the doctor. Exactly. He's like, what? I came all this way? For this? And so, back on the farm, we see this. Yeah. (laughs) No sense. (laughs) At all. And Courage doesn't even scream or whatever. He's, like, too stunned and confused to even react. bullshit. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to have to fucking pay for this. Yeah, he's like, because I'm not going to. I'm not going to. So back at the farm, Eustace, he's like getting ready. He now has pulled out his axe and he's getting ready to swing it on the tree. And just as he's like warming up, getting ready to freaking hatch this thing, hatch at this thing, the tree comes back to life. And we see it. It's God. Yes, we see the off-putting mouth and eyes pop back up. And it asks him, which again, does not disturb Eustace at all. The tree asks him, what is it to you that cutting me down will bring? 
Will it oh, make damn. you feel more important? Oh, damn. And I know, like, whoa. But <laughs> Eustace, I know. He's getting red right now by this fucking exactly. tree. He actually, at this point, Eustace is like, well, yes, actually, it will. And then he fucking swings on it. Oh. Doesn't even take a second thought. Oh, and no. So we see Courage speeding back to the farm to try to protect the tree before it's too late. But unfortunately, as he whips the truck right back in front of the farm, we see that it is, in fact, too late. Mm-hmm. And Eustace has just finished chopping it down. And obviously, Eustace is too lazy to move that shit. So the tree is literally just like toppled over, laid out right there in Leave front of Courage. Of just leave it there, whatever. And so this literally causes Courage to scream a scream that shatters the moon. He like (laughs) freaks out. And Courage, he runs up to the tree and he kneels down by it and he just starts crying and he weeps and weeps until he hears the tree calling for him. Just like, Courage, Courage. And its face appears back on it. It's not quite dead yet. And he dying says, breaths. Is its last in its last dying breaths, he says, the tree tells him, I have the remedy you seek. And courage then smiles, but tears are still filled up in his eyes. And the tree continues, pick all of the flowers from my branches and mix with pure hornet's honey. This is the cure. And these are the tree's last words as its oh eyes God. and mouth disappear, signaling This is its heartbreaking. Death. It is very sad because Courage, even though he's smiling that he's able to get this cure, he is like still crying through the smiles. And by the way, though, I will say in case you were wondering, hornets do not make honey, but whatever. <laughs> we will... <laughs> We will not doubt the wisdom of the magic tree. At the end, the tree was like, fuck you, humans. Have fun finding this. (laughs) Have fun finding this hornet, honey. Bye. Bye. Fuck you. I'm out. Courage, though. He rummages through the branches of the fallen tree. He picks out all these little pink rose flowers from them. And then he does somehow find this massive hornet's nest that's hanging from some other tree. And he like kind of holds his breath, takes a deep breath before mentally preparing for how painful this is about to be. And he climbs right on up into this hornet's nest and steals a bunch of honey from it, which as I alluded, is a very painful experience for courage because we just like, the camera pans away and we just hear his screams in the background. As he's like stealing this honey. But again, just as the tree taught him, anything worth its value, aka Muriel, is worth fighting for. Mm -hmm. So Courage then goes back to the farmhouse and he's like covered in bites and bumps and is all swollen from being attacked by these hornets. And he like mixes this disgusting looking orangish pinkish concoction of honey and rosebuds and he just like spoons it into Muriel's mouth and after she chews for a few bites her head instantly shrinks back to the normal size and she's immediately back to her old self and she's like oh courage can I make you some tea would you like some tea and then she just hums off and like happily moseys her way back into the kitchen and later Courage and Muriel, they're outside standing by the stump of the the tree trunk, all that remains of it, remembering what a blessing that magic tree was, but also joyfully tending to a rose that is starting to grow from the stump, showing that it may live again. It is beautiful. It's uh, just a sign of what may come for them in the future. And even more beautifully... We then go back inside the house where we see Eustace laid out on the couch with an enlarged green (gasps) boil covered Ah! head. The tree did get one last fuck you. It did. He's like, I got him. I got him. He's like, he didn't have to wish for that one. I just did. I did that as a courtesy. Yes. Yes. And Eustace is just like Muriel was earlier. He's in pain. He's moaning and groaning like Muriel. (laughs) Muriel. Is the tree grown back yet? Bitch, no. (laughs) And that's the end of the episode. (laughs) 
I like to imagine that Ben, Muriel, and Courage like scoop that little rose out, like with the soil, get in the truck and never look back. Never come back. (laughs) They like have it in this nice pot and everything, tending to it, watering it in the car. Uh Yep. They're fucking going to Cabo, baby. Eustace there with his case of bully bully. Sucks to suck. Sucks. Wow. Too bad you cut that tree down. Yep. And that is the end. And that episode, by the way, is called The Magic Tree of Nowhere. So got it, got it, got it. Literally a magic tree. Season two, episode one A. Amazing. Mm. Wow. Eustace was the the monster there. Truly the villain, the true villain. Like there's one second where you're scared by the tree, literally only when it like has a mouth and is talking. Yeah. But then you're like, oh yeah, but it's obviously a good tree. It's like off-putting, but it's not like a, oh my God, it's a monster (gasps) tree. Right. But other than that, Eustace truly is the villain. Wow. Fuck that guy. Mm -hmm. It is a horror movie. Damn. AKA a horrible husband. Yes, exactly. The story of a a wife and her dog trying to escape the horrors of this terrible man. literal horror movie because that happens and only magic tree wow great work i am very excited to watch this episode and also bracing Mm -hmm. myself for the god tree face it's very it's just so uncomfortable to see it's like (laughs) and also just because there's something about like filming close up on someone's mouth that is always just a little weird like so yeah to do that and then to like superimpose it on to A, tr- a cartoon An animated, tree, animated tree. purple tree. Yeah. Well, I'm excited yeah, it's weird. to view it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Disturbed enjoy. and excited all at once. Uh, yes. So again, not particularly Halloween themed, but episode did come out on Halloween. And again, it's courage. So everything about it is always, always. creepy and off-putting and weird and spooky <laughs> but next week my episode is very explicitly halloween themed so okay. i can't wait to do that one but until Excited. then grace who should the folks tell about this podcast um i think you should tell an arborist mm. someone who um works on trees okay. and let them know nice yeah. but warn them give like a um, a trigger warning for this episode that they will see a beautiful tree get cut down unnecessarily yes so let yeah. them know up top exactly yeah Oof. and then i guess after that you should tell a tree cutter someone who cuts down trees or the branches of trees <laughs> Be like, get inspired by this one <laughs> yeah don't cut down magic trees though or else you too will get a horrible case of bully bully and you'll deserve it you'll deserve it and no one yep. will be there to save you because you cut down the tree that could save you so yeah exactly so sucks to suck sucks to suck yeah you suck you deforesters yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's all until next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Saturday Morning Mysteries. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, rate, review, leave us a like, and drop a comment. We post episodes every Saturday and bonus tune tangents whenever we feel like it. So please subscribe so you don't miss the shenanigans. And if you want to follow us on YouTube, click the bell under the YouTube subscribe button to receive notifications when new videos are posted. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, we have no idea what you're listening to us on. So just hit the big subscribe button on whatever app you're using. We we believe in you. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at SatmorneMist, all the abreeds. And let us know if you have any episode or show requests by emailing SaturdayMorningMysteries at gmail.com. Thanks to Jenna Kendall for the logo design and to Ava Sakiki for the music used during this week's episode. See y'all groovy kids next week on Saturday Morning Mysteries. 